small artificial lake. Bohemian Yeah, Alex Jones went there. In fact, that's how we have that footage of the cremation of care ceremony. That's that's what I learned it from. So, gotta thank Alex Jones for <laughs> something, I suppose. But apparently, he has been a. Uh, You know, he tried to pass himself off, I think, as, uh, like, left-wing. You know, like, if, there's a healthy, there's a reason to have a healthy distrust of the government from any side, any angle. <laughs> but, uh, you know, now we know he's a fucking white supremacist terrorist, like, you know, he's a huge, he was one of the organizers in Genesis, uh, Alex Jones. Yeah. And he got, just got busted for, um, he just was forced to, he's going to be forced to pay a billion dollars, ha 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 ha, ha 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 ha, for, um, all the trauma that he caused the families of Sandy Hook. Because he was saying to all his supporters, he had a huge following. I mean, I actually watched a lot of his stuff back in, say, what was it, 2010 or something. My housemate, my Aussie housemate, was constantly listening to Alex Jones. Nothing but Alex Jones. <laughs> smoking cigarette, chain smoking. And drinking beer. Where's my beer? He would say. <laughs> Should I read this for a, for a minute? Yeah, go ahead. If you're reading this article, chances are you're already familiar with the Bohemian Club and its encampment, the Bohemian Grove. So I won't go into too much detail on either, but perhaps a little background is in order. A lot of people have almost virulently, 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 negative opinions about the club. To them, I might sound like some sort of apologist. I am not. I feel that a club which brings politicians and policymakers together, captains of industry, and an aggressively secretive conclave is a potentially dangerous, subversive of a free and open democracy. The fact that a group of rich and powerful men get together so cavalierly and reduce dull care to ashes is often is offensive, especially in a time when unemployment and other devastating symptoms of economic uncertainty are so rampant. Filling while Rome burns, so to speak. That said, the wild claims of Satanism and Moloch worship only undermine any serious attempt to discuss the issues raised by the club's encampments. The claims by a certain type of conspiracy theorist regarding the cremation of care ceremony are ridiculous. I have thus endeavored to look at the history of the expression as objectively as possible, not to excuse or defend the club, but to try and understand the context of what the ceremony actually represents. Some have already made up their minds and what I write here will not sway. Wait, who is the author of this? The authors are by Durade, D-A-U-R-A-D-E, and The Gid, G-I-D. And this is, what's the URL on this document? 
URL, what is it, what is it, HTTPS, no, 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 uh, www, what, what is it, what's the URL, what's the source, at the top, where you type in, like, a website address, oh, I have to go back, it's, uh, HTTP, uh, Law so silence. Law, how do you spell that? Law so f silence. Law s o f silence. Law l a w. Yeah, law so f silence. Dot blogspot. Dot com. So it's a blog. Blog. Okay. So I mean that's an important thing to know. Like what the fuck you're reading because it could be. You know, it could be live. Or it could be kind of like a way to um, glorify them or something, or to, to you know, misinformation. Mm. Why don't you um, look at Wikipedia? No, 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 I'm not interested in that because it's just a blog spot. Um, I would go to Wikipedia <laughs> personally. Bohemian Grove, I bet they've got some good stuff on that. <coughs> you want to read that? <coughs> good luck on your race! Here, Exclamation point. Quoting here from Wikipedia. Yeah, what was it saying Wikipedia about Bohemian Grove? Not Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian, Bohemian Club is a men's club based in San Francisco founded in 1872 by a group of artists, intellectuals, and newspaper men. Self-described Bohemians. Over time, it extended its ranks to include businessmen and politicians. It is very exclusive and expensive to join, and its rosters have included some of the most powerful men in America. Mm. Men, they're all saying men, there's no women. Yeah. Guest speakers have included equally prominent international figures as well. The purpose of the group is ostensibly social. Their motto, Weaving Spiders, come not here. What? Their motto, Weaving Spiders, come not here. Quote, unquote. Weaving spiders come not here. What the fuck does that mean? Is it officially explained to mean that business and political affairs are to be left at the door? So the club's goal is to provide merriment oh. and good times. This will be an important concept mm -hmm. in the discussion. Yeah, this is the cover. Players. You know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's a social club. Yeah, we play golf here. <laughs> Every summer, the club meets at their campground, the Bohemian Grove, for two weeks of fun and fellowship. There are several encampments. <laughs> fun and fellowship. I heard there was sex between men there. All kinds of things. There are several encampments with different uh, homo things. There are several encampments with different levels of prestige, but their activities are pretty much the same. Drink, song, and some interesting rituals. So within, oh, this is something I didn't know. Within Bohemian Grove, there are several encampments that are, you know, the higher ups are in one encampment, the lower ones, the middle ones, they're all in their own hierarchy. Uh -huh. One tradition is the Grove play, of which there are two, a serious hijinks and more ribald logins. These plays are usually written and performed by the club members and can be quite elaborate, sometimes involving over a hundred people, most of whom are extras. 
and costing thousands. It takes seriously uh, rehearsals and reportedly uh, begun a year in advance. Here's Wikipedia on the, on the topic. Go more into that. What has excited the popular imagination <laughs> most, however, is a ceremony of ritual called the cremation of care. This ceremony takes place on the first night of the camp and is its purpose is to symbolically burn away the worldly cares of <laughs> participants who can throw their worries on Bullshit. the fire and get on with having a good time. I have always been surprised about the confusion surrounding the phrase dull care. I first heard it and thought meant exactly what the Grover says it means. On the other hand, many have assumed dull was more akin to stupid and care was used to indicate concern or compassion for others. In other I words, think it means to dull their care for the rest of the world. In other words, many assume that the cremation of care was a way to reaffirm a malign commitment to a cruel and uncaring worldview. This is, however, wrapped up with the mistaken belief that the owl represents an evil Canaanite deity called Moloch. Yeah, let's look that up too, Moloch. Hmm. First, let's take a brief look at the ceremony, quoting here from Wikipedia. The ceremony involves the polling, P-O-L-I-N-G, polling or polling, across a lake of a small boat containing an effigy of care called Dulcare. Dark, hooded figures receive from the ferrymen the effigy, which is placed in, on an altar, and at the end of the ceremony, set on fire. This cremation symbolizes that members are banishing the dull care of conscience. At the time, the dull care of conscience. <laughs> At the time the script was developed, the primary meaning of the word care, O E C A R U, S C E A R U, anxiety, anguish, was synonymous with worry, having more negative connotations than in modern times when it tends to be associated with positively. Uh, compassion, more positively than compassion. The ceremony takes place in front of the Owl Shrine, 40 foot, 12 meters. Uh, 40 foot what? 12, Fucking uh, birds noisy. 40 foot or 12 meters uh -huh. of, uh, of owl effigy. <laughs> um, uh, it's an owl statue made of concrete over Hey, I have a good idea. Supports. Make a make my own make our own out big fucking forty foot owl, <laughs> and then and call it the cremation of hate. Hmm. Uh, wouldn't it have to be some other animal? <laughs> no, owl is uh um you know sign uh well it means many things. Wisdom is obviously. A big one. I mean, why should we let them appropriate the owl sim as a symbol, like in Native American Native American spirituality? Oh my God! Yeah. Oh no! I knew it! I knew it! What the fuck? I knew it! I knew what? it! Listen to this! Listen to this! So listen to this. So the ceremony takes place in front of the, the owl shrine, a 40-foot hollow owl statue made of concrete over steel supports. The moss and lichen, or L-I-C-H-E-N, lichen, lichen, yeah. covered statue simulates a natural rock formation yet holds electrical 
and yet holds electrical and audio equipment within it. During the ceremony, a recording is used as the voice of the owl. For many years, the recorded voice was that of club was that of club member Walter Cronkite. No shit. I remember when he was announcing the Kennedy death, and he was mm, crying about it. And I always thought, uh, you're not real about that. Come on, investigate a little harder. Hmm. Music and pyrotechnics accompany, accompany the ritual for dramatic effect. Conspiracy, conspiracy theorists such as Alex Jones have stated flat out that the cremation of care is in fact a right of honor, a right to honor Moloch. Moloch was said to have been worshipped by the Phoenicians and Canaanites and by other groups along the Levant. L-E-V-A-N-C? Yeah. Is that a place? That's the Middle East. Uh, I mean, like the um, Israel, Palestine, the, what do you, what do you call that? Uh, Middle East is too broad. So, uh, that's what that area is called oh, okay. with Palestine, oh, Israel. Oh, that's all called the Levant? Uh, yeah, I think, jo I think Jordan is part of it, too. Uh, 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 yeah. Moloch worship. Near East? No. Near Moloch worship was described in the Bible and by Roman writers as one involving the regular sacrifice of children by fire. We're just talking about children. Right? What the fuck? Yeah, they throw children in the fire, and that's the worship of Moloch. Oh my god. You know, we could, oh uh, we should get that, you know. I think there are subtitles on that cremation of care ceremony. We should we should watch it and, and analyze analyze it. There's some evidence in the archaeological record at Carthage that has been interpreted as an indication of human sacrifice by fire, but this interpretation is still under debate. Furthermore, contemporary scholars do not even agree as to whether or not there was actually a god called Moloch. It worth nothing that it's worth nothing that the sources about these alleged Phoenician and later uh, Carthaginian practices were all written by their bitter enemies. Perhaps what is so grievous about the claim that this is ceremony is a form of Moloch worship is that there is no evidence whatsoever that an owl was ever used to symbolize Moloch, either by the Bohemians or the Carthaginians. There are images of Moloch dating from the 18th century, 1700s, where he is depicted as a bull with long horns. If you squint correctly, he could be said to resemble an owl, but the fact remains that a bull is not an owl, and if it were, it would not be a representation of Moloch anyway. Some will say that where there's smoke, there is fire. I would say that... There, this, this is Wikipedia? Yeah. What the hell is it? I would say that this isn't true if said smoke is billowing from one's ass. No, it's not. It's, it's the what? author and using Wikipedia as well. In other words, falsehoods repeated oh. ad infinitum might begin to bear the weight of truth, but they remain falsehoods. According to Terry Mallinson, author of... Perfectibilists, 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 and researcher about the Illuminati, Bilderberg, oh, the Bilderberg Club, Bohemian Club, and other secretive elites. Uh, this is uh, Terry Melanson, E M, I mean M E L 
A N C O N, Melon, Melonson, <laughs> Melonson, and other secretive elites. The idea of Moloch worship was first presented as an analogy in an article by Mark Walter Evans. Evans and other early witnesses to the ceremony described it in terms that define an occult experience which functions as a religious ritual. This was then taken up by David Icke in Biggest Secret, The Biggest Secret. He took the Moloch analogy and the religious sensibility of ceremony and con con conflated. I bet that's on Gaia. Me. The book of Secret. Remember that? Remember that? We looked it up on, secret, yeah. on uh, Gaia. I bet they have it. Stating, they have it stating flat out that the groves were worshipping Moloch. Ike, David Ike, Ike, or Ike. Ike, Ike, Ike also proposes that elites such as the Bohos or the Bohemians are shape shifting aliens, which to me speaks volumes about the validity of his claims. Alex Jones, like others before him, infiltrated the grove and witnessed the ceremony, but he had the good sense to actually film it. This powerful video, with narration stating that we are seeing what we are seeing is Moloch worship, has been so effective that it is now difficult to find an online reference that doesn't repeat as fact something which began as Evans with Evans as a comparison. See, see Melanson's Bohemian Grove. Moloch's moles and rituals on the origin and development of the Moloch story. So what does the owl represent if not Moloch? From a relative advantage sociology of the San Francisco Bohemian Club, the doctoral thesis of Peter Martin Phillips, 1994. Bohemia's symbol is an owl. Bohemia. Which has been in use since the first year uh, the club started. So Bohemia is what, uh, like Poland, Czechoslovakia around there, uh, Bulgaria, oh. or the oh, Gypsies. Oh, you're talking about, yeah, Romania. It's Be now Romania. Because in Spanish, in Spanish, when you're a Bohemio, Bohemio uh -huh. is uh, it's a gypsy. Uh, yeah, like mm -hmm. a roving person. Yeah, that has like no La Bohème. La Bohème. Mm -hmm. My mom, my mom loves that uh, opera. So, Bohemia's symbol is an owl, which has been in use since the first year the club started. The owl has come to symbolize the wisdom of life and companionship and allows humans to struggle with and survive the cares and frustration of the world. The owl is found on all Bohemian materials from matchbook covers and doormats to the most elaborate club publications. And it's on our dollar bill, so tiny the naked eye can't see it. It's on a corner and you can see it with a microscope. Oh, we've got a microscope. It's you and Tim over here. Wonderful. <laughs> Wait, uh, what? What is it? It's a little owl. It's a little owl on yeah. the corner. Yeah. Uh, where, uh, where the, where the number, where the numbers are, where the little owl. Uh, the owl is found in all Bohemian materials, matchbook covers, and doormats, the most elaborate club publications. Baxter, a member, claims the cremation ceremony is not symbolic of the destruction of human sympathy, but it is meant, it is meant to set aside the nagging and often unworthy preoccupations which inhibit openness and warm sympathy for human affairs generally and for works of artistic and moral cre creativity in particular. Yeah, when you're worried and, and about the cares of the world and uh, you can't be creative, you, you can't be uh, socially... Uh, these, these 
keep. I got stung again yesterday. You got stung again. Yeah. <laughs> like right here. But it wasn't like before. That was a massive weld, like right here, and, and it stung me right here. What a chance of that. fucker. Twice. So you well, there are lots something. of bees around here, so I think every day there's a pretty good chance. Maybe that. it's because you're around the foliage so much that you have uh, what they want. Maybe, maybe it's this water here they're drawn to or something, you know, or they're drawn to water, so maybe that's why I keep getting stung, man. The cremation ceremony may mean different things to different Bohemians, but the consistent theme for 84 years is the release of everyday mundane concerns for the brotherhood of Bohemian friendship. 84 years, 84 is 12, 1, 2 is 3. The ritual continues to be an important event in the annual Bohemian trek to the Redwoods. The owl, animal of Athena. That actually sounds fun. Huh? <laughs> that sounds fun. By the way, I just chased off an owl. Uh, I heard an owl, and, you know, the chickens sounded like they were a little bit, you know, uncomfortable. Distressed. Yeah, uncomfortable, and and I heard there was a whoo, whoo. You know, if they those massive owls around here, they they used to stay up at the top of that tree, and they were murking my birds for a while, and uh, I I don't have very many birds left. <laughs> And I noticed they're kind of like staying underneath the cover of the tree, but um, yeah, so I scared it off. But the the they are a big predator around here. They're massive. The owl, animal of Athena, goddess of wisdom, has long been used to symbolize wisdom. Right. Before the forty-foot owl was erected, the grove featured another statue, not of Moloch or an owl or a demon, but seventy-foot-tall. Daibutsu Buddha, according to the National Park Service. No shit. Unfortunately, it wasn't built hey. to last. Erected in 1892 of plaster and lathing, it didn't make it past the 1920s, the Buddha. They got a picture of it. Let me see. Hmm. Weird. Fucking ugly Buddha. Isn't it? Are you sure that, you know, how much one to bet it's... They say it's a Buddha, but it's not a Buddha. It's something else. They probably destroyed it or something, or they got rid of it, or maybe it was a spaceship. And it left but that being doesn't—it doesn't have a mouth, does he? Huh. Maybe this is, uh, you know, if there's an alien or something, maybe there's. Uh, Maybe they're basing it on that. I don't know. I don't know. Balista. Which Buddha? What Buddha? Is that supposed to be? Wait. Mm, power of corruption. Lies. Daibutsu. What the fuck is Daibutsu Buddha? Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, Daibutsu. Daibutsu. What does that mean? Some type of Buddha that they have. Dai Buddha. 
Uh, that's, there's something in that word too, Daibutsu. I bet it's, uh, yeah, check it out. Daibutsu. <laughs> Oh man, it goes. It sounds Japanese, of course, or Chinese. Actually, it's probably Chinese. I think it's safe to say we are looking at an effigy of wisdom and not of Mola. For my first post on the topic of the Bohemian Grove, see power, corruption, and lies. Back to dull care. Now let's get back to the expression dull care and trace its usage through the ages. Before publishing this post, I asked Harry Melanson to read it and give me his opinion. Good decision. In addition, in addition to referring Dai me to Butsu this article... Buddha. These pictures should match. Giant Buddha is a Japanese term often used informally for large statues of Buddha. The oldest is that at Asuka. Right, I believe the phrase dull care originates with Roman poet Horace, 65 to 27 BCE, oh, which, as I later learned, is also. Uh, Regidine's conclusion, which is Bohemian Grove symbolism by Joel van der Regidine. Uh, his article is worth reading. And I was glad to see the article subtitle is Deeper Meaning or Not a Deeper Meaning. That, what is the question? <laughs> doesn't mention Moloch, but he does discuss some other mythological figures. Wine brings to light the hidden secrets of the soul, gives being to our hopes, bids the coward fight, flight, drives dull care away, and teaches new means for the accomplishment of our wishes. Vinum eki arcana secretorium anima dat eses pes, ibet ignavos, fuga curam agit. Hebetes et nobis rationibus doset complimentum votis. That's what it is. Wine brings to light the hidden secrets of the soul, gives being to our hopes, bids the coward flight, drives dull care away, and teaches new means for the accomplishment of our wishes. Horace was a very influential poet in his own time, and his texts were studied in schools throughout antiquity. Was quoted ubiquitously, ubiquitous. ubiquitously in all genres of medieval literature and continued to be studied widely throughout the Renaissance and Enlightenment. His works have never gone away. They've never been out of print and have maintained a central role in the education of English-speaking elites right up to until the 1960s. I think I've got some on, on my bookshelves. <laughs> I just heard some astonishing statistics about how people don't read books anymore, like 70 to 80% of people 
hadn't read a book in the past five years, or, <laughs> or like, like, what was it, like 50, 60 percent? But half of college students never read another book after they graduate. And high school, you know, high school is like 63% or something. <laughs> How crazy. Yeah. Rescue my mother. Alright. She'll probably want something to eat. Yeah, I'm gonna make some calls. This is the last lap, Trista. Obviously not going to win. <laughs> Unless I did some kind of brilliant PR stunt. Like a video like that. Like film my birds while I'm singing that song on a microphone. <laughs> Right. See you later.